Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Math Therapy Sessions podcast. Our guest for today is Dr. Karamveer Singh. He has completed his Master of Science degree in Healthcare Administration from University of New Haven, USA. He is the founder of Polera, a clothing startup. Dr. Karam is a fitness enthusiast and believes in living an active lifestyle. The audio podcast is available on Spotify and Anchor. The links to that are in the description down below. Drop a like if you like this video and consider subscribing if you end up loving it and also don't forget to comment down below your thoughts on the podcast till then enjoy the episode so dr karamveer you did a masters in healthcare administration from new haven yes how was that experience um i would say it was a really good experience mm-hmm. um especially coming from india mm-hmm. i had the opportunity to interact with the people from a lot of different cultures okay which was one of the best things that i did mm-hmm. um yeah it was overall a really good experience and i got to understand um non clinical aspect of um healthcare mm-hmm. per se was yeah that was one of the best things so how was the program i mean how long was it what all came under that program so you had to um complete a certain number of credits okay and you could do that in one year six months or you could do it in two years mm-hmm. depending on how fast you want to get out of college and start working so <laughs> okay great yeah. uh, how was the university university was really nice mm-hmm. it was huge um we had like a big football field jahan hum sab indians milke cricket khelte the uh, football in sense uh, american football american, american football. football but there were a lot of people from europe who um on played certain football. days yeah they played football okay. like soccer okay so yeah that was um one of the highlights of the you, you never played american football because you have that physique where we uh no i didn't want to get pushed around <laughs> to be honest <laughs> no i'm serious but like you know you with your physique no. you could have got into if any- i had the opportunity if i had the time to play something in in the us it would be cricket and you so did play cricket right we yeah. did play cricket yeah we had like uh, so the university had like an intra mural um competition mm-hmm. and the funny part was that you had maximum number of cricket teams okay yeah so being in the us you don't expect that like you know intra mural mein basketball had like four teams yeah american football had like five teams mm. and cricket has like 11 teams you know wow. <laughs> so yeah because it was a new sport even a lot of um europeans who have never been exposed to that sport they mm. wanted to try it out Did so, American friends give it a try to play? Yes, cricket? they did. I had, uh, I think, except for the first, first um, six months, first semester, mm-hmm. every year I had a few Americans who wanted to try out. Americans, Ukrainians, Russians, mm-hmm. um, people from Africa, Nigeria, anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. They just wanted to play it because it looked fun. Mm-hmm. So, and how was the city and social life there? Social life was a bit slow because okay. initially you're just around the people who. are in college mm. right so social life compared to what i had in mumbai mm-hmm. um was a bit slow but then over time it gets better you start going out you start exploring places over there mm. so compared to bombay it was slow but i liked it was it like in the heart of the city or like, you know no it was slightly away it was in a bit of a suburban area mm-hmm. so yeah and according to you what's the best thing you learned there during your program in the university understanding cultures okay. was one of the main thing that i learned and being s- sensitive to 
the different backgrounds that people come from mm-hmm. you it made me basically realize that not everybody is the same mm-hmm. which i used to feel because i was in a closed environment till right. i was here right so when i personally feel that everybody should have that experience get out of your comfort zone at least for 2 to 3 years in your life mm-hmm. and basically talk to people from different parts of the country okay. or of the world okay so that was one of the best things that i mm-hmm. learned over there and also teaches you to like uh, stay independent right. and l- it does and you also get to know a lot about yourself right how um, lazy you were when you were at home you have everything done for you and then over there you have to do everything on your own which is extremely important mm. and then why did you choose to come back i basically had to come back because of covid my family was um freaking out oh. and uh, and so was i and <laughs> to be honest because i was living on the east coast and yeah. new york was probably the worst hit at that time mm. so um all i was doing during covid was watching the news how um central park is being converted into a um temporary hospital at that point yeah. which i was i was barely an hour away from there mm. so because everything was so new and unheard of and you know you you only pandemic we had was probably 100 years before this mm. and nobody knows what happened then so i had to basically come back because of covid Must i came back in one uh, day bharat in one of those flights okay <laughs> so it was a crazy experience it must have been very stressful for you at that point parents, yeah. like you know back here it was so that was the only reason you came back yes and even my visa situation was not working out mm-hmm. so i felt like it was just it had to happen and i always wanted to do something on my own mm. i didn't want to keep working for somebody else right so, so you t- which is why i had to come back if you're there on a visa there's only a limited number of things you can do yeah you cannot start your own business mm. so in the long run it did not make sense to me right so i had i decided to come back so according to you who should do, you know do this mha program people who basically want to um who are first of all if you are from a clinical background mm-hmm. and you don't want to be in clinical in the long run you should not you should not you should get into mha you should not stay in clinical because then you are doing a a disservice to mm. what you are supposed to be doing mm. um anybody from i think somebody with a simple um not simple i don't want to say simple somebody mm. with a general graduation as well can also do you do can it, also yeah. apply yeah okay you can do mha and then you can get into the administrative side of healthcare companies right hospitals pharmaceutical companies so mm-hmm. whoever is interested in healthcare mm. wants to look at it from a marketing and a finance standpoint you should get into um, and it's a very lucrative career abroad it is yes because um if you see the ceos of most big hospitals mm-hmm. are actually making a lot more than most of their uh, doctors? their doctors yeah wow that's crazy yeah so it takes time to reach that level but mm-hmm. then it's worth the uh, hard work right so you did a bds from dy in right. new bombay how was that bds experience for you bds experience in general as a field being exposed to it was great mm-hmm. um my college was nice as well i don't have any complaints i met some of my best friends over there mm-hmm. i learned how to talk to people over there in, in terms of um understanding their pain and alleviating it because um whenever you're talking to a patient you have to understand that you know this person's come to you for a solution yeah so that was something i one of the main main takeaways i got from bds mm-hmm. so that was yeah so why did you choose to become a dentist in the first place 
so in i would in 10 standard i was really good at math so i used to always feel that engineering is the career for me mm-hmm. but then in 11th and 12th i don't know something just snapped in my head <laughs> that uh, i could never understand those uh, integrations and derivations mm. and i for some reason extre- became extremely good at bio okay. and i had taken pcmb mm. so my bio percentage was like 90 mm. and my maths was barely like 70 at that point so i decided that now you should get into medicine yeah, but or you should get wh- into why dentistry like i said initially i wanted to have something or i want to be working for myself hmm. and dentistry seemed like a lucrative option at that time so right that But was one of the main reasons why i got into bds so uh, when you were in dy your your bds days what was the best thing you learned during those days patience <laughs> like sabar patience yeah because um when you're in your learning phase that's one of the most important things most people like you know they become very Uh, especially when you're working with people like when you're doing an engineering you're not working you just finish your subjects and then you're out but then from third year you start working with patient with patients and so, also with and that so teaches you patience mm. you know to listen to somebody to understand where they're coming from to make sure they get the right kind of treatment that right. is required so yeah i think in those early formative years it's very important to be exposed to a lot of um things that make you uncomfortable and also in your batch there are 100 more people there yeah so you know talking to different people right uh, every everyone is in a different mood right uh, the teachers have their own set of moods yeah. so you know like <laughs> l- like rightly said like patience yeah. uh, any f- uh, funny memory or any story you want to share from my bds days funny memory no i don't have any funny memories any of memorable college, incident but then we did a lot of um musti in the initial days yeah first year and second year so mm. some things we can't talk about <laughs> at least one podcast. at least like one which you can I share i think that. i went out uh, like i had a night out for the first time mm-hmm. when i was in bds so that was um a new experience new experience for me mm-hmm. and um, yeah i cannot think what, of anything was that first year yeah was in first year Yeah, I think we went out together yeah, exactly because yeah. the if i'm not wrong that was also my first time i went for yeah, night out yeah probably that's what i'm saying a lot of people have the same experience at yeah. the same time yeah yeah so yeah it's in lower pare where did we go to play or something because if i'm not wrong uh we were waiting below your car uh, below your house in the car okay Uh, waiting for Karam. car anurag's car anurag's car okay and i was like <laughs> i mean i faintly remember it but i think uh. that was the i think that's the same incident which you are thinking probably Because that was the first time i met you also outside okay. the vaisa okay yeah maybe i don't know because i'm i have a goldfish memory dude <laughs> so uh, that was a good memory any yeah. lowest point you think you face in diva after the first year when i had to take the exams again yeah that was one of the lowest points mm-hmm. so but then yeah i think overall my experience was super good mm-hmm. in dy what are the things you wish you should have done more in dy i mean during a bds days basically attended lectures <laughs> <laughs> attended lectures um be a little bit more serious mm-hmm. because it's a very serious profession it's not something you should just try and get by mm-hmm. if you are planning to do dentistry in the mm-hmm. long run 
you cannot afford in my opinion you cannot afford to miss a single lecture yeah. because every day something new is being taught and mm-hmm. it's extra, it's as crucial as the previous thing that you have learned so i think i should have attended more and uh, yeah that should have that would have been i would have been much better as a dentist <laughs> probably <laughs> so uh, you know what's the best thing about dentistry what do you, you can, feel it's the best thing i i mentioned this earlier as well you get a chance to alleviate somebody's pain mm. which i don't think you except for like, if you're in medicine if you're a doctor or a surgeon that's mm. when you get a similar kind of so um, are you like happy with your decision of becoming a dentist yes <laughs> definitely mm. it it's taught me a lot of things that um any other field wouldn't have say an engineering or a commerce or right. an arts it wouldn't have taught me what bds basically taught right. me so so uh, what will your advice be for you know people who are in the first year of bds or second year mm-hmm. of bds or anyone who wants to make dentistry their career get serious early okay don't um don't miss lectures mm-hmm. talk to your professors mm-hmm. um burden them with your questions if you're not able to understand something which you don't do that which we don't do that i'll this was something very different that i actually learned in the us is mm-hmm. students actually go and talk to professors when they don't understand um something in a particular subject that they are taking which in india does not happen yeah everybody is like kya yaar main ghar jaake pad lunga dekhi jayegi koi explain kar dega mereko no go to your professor tell them you are not understanding this hmm. and don't get up till you understand like sit with them hmm. you know so that would be my advice to anybody who's looking to make dentistry their um Uh, long term career and second thing i would say is that it does not stop after bds mm. you have to keep studying if you are you have to keep upgrading yourself right so be ready for a lifetime of Learning. education and studies <laughs> and there are some people who can do that mm. like who look forward to doing that so yeah that yeah. would be my advice i know i know those people <laughs> who like still learning like you know yeah So we, we you do that in every field by right. say but then in this you have to be a lot more serious because you're dealing with a live patient exactly so you have started your own uh, startup mm. of clothing line mm. which is polera right so i wanted to ask you what exactly is polera polera is um going to be one of the biggest fashion brands of india one day <laughs> i hope uh, so yeah that's the idea that i have been they're going to sponsor us soon please <laughs> <laughs> so continue. Yeah so it's right now we are very young we've been around for about 18 months and uh, we are growing that's very new yeah like yeah. hardly and yeah we want to we are having very few collections right now we are only into t-shirts i'm going to make it into a bigger brand i'm going to start having um women's wear mm-hmm. and um expand on that as well so okay yeah so how did it come up with the name polera Polera basically means t-shirt in in Spanish <laughs> Spanish means, yeah in a lot of it actually uh, means uh, yeah, t-shirt t-shirt uh, yeah okay in a lot of south american countries that is what polera basically means so interesting and it's got a ring to it as well polera mm. if you see most um clothing brands like it's always like a three syllable adidas mm. you know so that's so why you I, have given thought like behind it yeah i have So what does your logo signify? How did you come up with that logo? The logo for me it's basically like um it kind of looks like Optimus Prime. Okay. <laughs> the face of Optimus Prime. Mm. So 
and uh, i wanted it in a particular design mm-hmm. which i think i have got so yeah i wanted it to be inspired from something which is mm. very inspiring got it which is like an optimus prime it is, it is of course of course yeah. so why did you you know even think about starting your own clothing line so like i said i wanted to do something on my own mm-hmm. and um, see there's few basic businesses that are always going to be required roti kapda makan mm. and in today's time mobile mm. so i felt like clothing was um a really good option because i could whenever i look at a business mm-hmm. i want to first understand that <clears throat> how quickly i am getting a return on my investment okay and am i losing anything when i am investing money mm-hmm. in it right because i felt like if i started a restaurant um i would not know how to control wastage for a very long time because i have no experience in the field mm. and i would have to do a lot of basic understanding of how things work because it's um you are serving people every day it's it's a very um i don't know it's like a very labor intensive kind of um, mm. situation any restaurant that you're running mm. and i'm not that good a cook or chef so that was out of the question getting into makan is a very big like you know if you're in bombay yeah construction it's construction yeah. is crazy mm. and मोबाइल यार टेक्नोलॉजी तो इतनी आती नहीं है आएंगे वो भी आएगी आहिस्ते आहिस्ते और यू कैन टाई अप विद अ मोबाइल कंपनी एंड हैव अ लिमिटेड एडिशन आई डोंट अंडरस्टैंड हां मे बी इन अ फ्यू इयर्स यस बट आई डोंट अंडरस्टैंड हाउ टू क्रिएट अ मोबाइल यू नो बट आई कुड अंडरस्टैंड हाउ टू क्रिएट अ क्लोथिंग लाइन या एंड या दैट्स व्हाई आई वांटेड टू सो देयर मस्ट बी अ लॉट ऑफ रिसर्च फ्रॉम योर एंड व्हेन यू स्टार्टेड लाइक यू नो सो आई हैड टू बेसिकली अंडरस्टैंड व्हाट इज व्हाट आर द बेस्ट सेलर्स in terms of um clothing because that's the way you can like for for me um having put polo t-shirts out why i did it is because i when i started doing my research i understood that every single person in india probably has at least one polo t-shirt in their closet that's true that's very right? true because if they they might have round neck t-shirts they might have shirts but then polo neck t-shirt is something that everybody has right shirts is a slightly more complicated um you the investment was a little bit more mm-hmm. when it came to um um starting a shirt brand as well yeah but then so having polos and having um round necks and having gym wear i required the same equipment mm-hmm. so yeah that's why i got into these initially and then my gym wear is always sold out so so what all products come under the brand polera right now it's um what i'm having listed on amazon is t-shirts round neck t-shirts and polo neck So, oh, so you're selling it on Amazon. Amazon as well. Okay. Yeah. Amazon. I have my own website. I'm putting it in locally. I'm putting it in shops. Okay. And uh, considering that the market has only started recovering, say this year. Yeah. The I feel the response has been good. Yeah. So, yeah, and my um, I always from my because I'm into exercising and gymming. I mm-hmm. always wanted a brand which was which had good quality clothes yeah. and it was affordable as well because when you look at people who go to the gym mm. they are usually people from the age of 15 to say 25 yeah and they are mostly living off of pocket money yeah you cannot expect to start a brand and keep a stringer at a price of 1000 rupees mm. it has to be affordable mm. so giving good quality affordable clothes was my main um, idea behind starting polera so uh what's the best seller in polera right now the stringers the stringers the stringers yeah the if you've seen my but instagram you, but you just you, just you can see that i sold out right it's sold out yeah because so, so when can we expect like if if anyone wants it's manufacturing as we speak <laughs> okay <laughs> and 
what's your personal favorite design out of all of them the black stringer is something i wear very often mm-hmm. and yeah the even the t-shirts the general round neck t-shirts i had a reglins t-shirt with a gold print on it okay which also sold really quick and that basically if you have a little bit on your shoulders and your chest it sort of makes it look better yeah so reglins also sells pretty quick so you have given a lot of thought yeah, yeah. that t-shirt. you have to think dude mm. it's otherwise you're going to have dead inventory for a very long time and how big is your team right now and do you plan to right expand in time soon about 15 people working okay and um i do want to expand mm-hmm. as my manufacturing capacity increases mm-hmm. um yeah no, so let's see how it goes probably by the end of this year we're going to have got a few it, more got people. it so why did you feel the need to become an entrepreneur and have your own startup why not dude <laughs> yeah i mean why not but what is your especially interest? in today's time it's like even it's it's become the cool thing to do especially after shows like shark tank i would yeah. love to mention it. yeah yeah so it's become like the cool thing to do and i always like i said earlier as well i want to do something on my own mm-hmm. so entrepreneur is just a fancy term to say that you know you're doing something for yourself got it so uh, <coughs> according to you how important has been the role of your partner in this journey of yours cuz uh like you know you're doing many things at the same time mm. so how important she's has she's been, been extremely supportive and she's also a dentist she's also a dentist she is also from dy mm-hmm. we met in dy we all met and, in dy uh, we all met in dy she's been extremely supportive mm-hmm. and uh, you have to understand that when you're starting a business it's not going to be as lucrative as um, it basically sounds yeah, you know true. there's going to be a lot of months where you're not going to break even mm. or you're going to you know spend out of your pocket out of your savings so mm. um considering all that she she believes in the vision mm. of the business yeah. and she believes that it's going to be something big and it's she's always been very supportive from the start that's fantastic i mean it can't get better than having a supportive partner yeah. so we move on to another love of yours that's working out and living a more healthy lifestyle yes. so when did you start working out I started working out I would say since I was um 17 or 18 wow that's like yeah yeah 15 12, years back 12 no dude I'm not that old no no I mean roughly I'm so saying. <laughs> yeah so yeah since I was 17 or 18 but I didn't get serious I would say about a lot of aspects of fitness till the past 5 years okay so Yeah, I would I would say five years, not more. So that was the time when you decided to start living a more healthy lifestyle. Yes, and there was a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Is because um, when you're in your um, junior college days, yeah. or even your initial college days, um, teenage years, basically, teenage days, basically, yeah. a lot of boys get into um, exploring a lot of new things. Yeah, you know. and i was always of the opinion that i have to keep myself healthy mm. i was always into sport i always wanted to have a good decent physique right never be out of shape fit into the regular size clothes that are available in the mall <laughs> so yeah that was my um, goal why i started i wanted to stay away from all the things that could distract you and, this and be and harmful in the long term so like you know going to the gym was mo- like you know a way of you know staying out of all Correct. these things and and getting healthy at the same true time. true so do you follow any workout routine on a daily basis yes i am doing um crossfit okay 
um but it's not been very long it's been about not even 6 months okay. and uh, i'm a little bit into mixed martial arts as well mm-hmm. um and generally um in the gym i am following uh, a push pull leg split which is, yeah mm. so you're basically building muscle in your upper body while you're pushing weight or you're pulling weight okay and legs is a totally different aspect like it's yeah i can see you smile because you know how no, much it hurts it's like a different like there are like lacks of memes about you know yeah leg day uh, people having a great upper body yeah and, and then, then having chicken leg legs yeah, exactly while having a lot of pain after mm. leg day but i feel that um, the more you do it the easier it gets and getting um through those initial 5 to 7 workouts is when you have those that that soreness extra soreness yeah, yeah. and even that has a solution if you have a good diet your soreness is going to go because that was my next question how, yeah. how how important do you think is the role of diet and nutrition diet most people say it is 80 20 diet is 80 i say it is 95 95 yeah it's not even it's working out is like 5% of what you do mm-hmm. and your diet what you intake is probably 95% mm-hmm. because again there's this parameter that people say that you spend 1 hour in the gym right 23 hours what are you doing mm-hmm. you know that discipline should should be there yeah and the other aspect is that what you're putting in your body mm. you know in terms of consuming food even from a mental standpoint mm. like if you look at it you have to have a certain amount of focus to be able to exercise every day mm. you cannot be like you know chal aaj main tv dekh leta hu aaj nahi karte kuch aaj thak gaya main that focus has to be there consistency consistency has to be there that's the most important for somebody to it should be like sleeping mm. if you want to have a good decent physique you have to go to the gym mm. at least once uh, for one hour in a day and have a control on your diet be in a be have the requirement of the calories that you need to have it should not be excess and it should not be in deficit got it so got it. and do you consume any supplements for your workouts i consume um, whey protein okay and i consume vitamins and certain minerals nothing other than that i do crazy experimented with stuff i've re- realized they are all a waste of money if you have a good natural diet mm. you're not going to require anything mm-hmm. so only the re- the reason why i take whey protein is that it digests really quickly and it's something good to um take as soon as i'm done with the workout because yeah. i'm famished after that i'm tired and i need something to give me energy for at least getting <laughs> getting home from my gym <laughs> because uh, and i see i mean i've seen your instagram i've seen your stories your you your wife also works out with you how's yeah. that like it's very good it's um actually makes it a lot easier to have um somebody with the same kind of goal when it comes mm-hmm. to eating that's when interesting when it comes yeah. to exercising you know it's very easy to go out and have ice cream every day mm. but then but if you have someone who works out and and is like you know what don't do it today when you want to do it and vice versa as well so basically you push and pull each other yeah <laughs> yeah you're right that's how it works so what will your advice be for anyone who wants to start working out as a beginner irrespective of the age they can be a young guy or a someone who's senior but they they want to start out the journey of so work. my my suggestion would be that understand um nutrition first okay understand what you're eating probably that is why you are not in the best shape of your life and you want to get healthier mm-hmm. and um, 
being in a calorie surplus or calorie deficit mm-hmm. depending on what your goal is got it is extremely important to avoid soreness the next day so that when you go to the gym on day 1 day 2 also you have the energy to go you cannot be like aaj kal gaya main abhi next week jaunga mm. that's not how you can approach it if you want to do it there has to be clear crystal clear focus yeah and uh, and just start mm. like just start that's it's not that's the most important start just and be start. consistent yeah and don't just say that i have taken the gym membership now i am going to be fit mm. that's not how it works i'm sure you you must be getting a lot of calls from my friends and family members and want to like you know ki ha it happens a lot like, of people buy tere jaisi body na 3 mahine mein banaya like tu bana tu chalu to kar at least start you know then ha main kal aaunga tere sath kal aaj tak nahi aaya so yeah so my this thing would be that just start understand nutrition have a trainer initially at least for the first 3 months and pay attention to when your trainer is talking because um I would say that most gyms nowadays at least have good trainers. They yeah. don't have the it's not like how it was probably 5 or 10 years ago. Yeah. So you have good certified trainers. Right. Um understand what they are trying to tell you, understand what they are trying to teach you and then you can do it on your own after the next 3 months or 6 months whatever is your time frame that you want to spend that extra money mm-hmm. on it. But nutrition is the most important thing. Got it. So we'll move to another favorite topic of yours that's cryptocurrency. <laughs> so you I mean you have been a very big investor and a long time invest in cryptocurrency. Mm. So how did you start into uh, cryptocurrency and so what was it like? I started probably 3 or 4 years ago. Okay. It's a funny story because I received a dividend of a stock that I was um only it was like $10 or something it was not something very big. And, uh, so it, it was an American stock. Yeah. Okay. It was in the US it was not when I was here. Okay. So I just bought something known as Dogecoin at that time. And wow. and um that 10 dollars became sorry to interrupt you like yeah. why do i mean how did it like because that's all i could think of you know it was um i think it was not even one cent at that point right, i don't even I mean, remember the price why did you choose doge coin so i can tell you what happened i bought about 4000 coins at uh, um 10 dollars at that point and i was thinking <laughs> this becomes like bitcoin dude i'll be like a millionaire <laughs> within whatever yeah so but then that's why i chose it and mm. that 10 dollars became 18 dollars in i don't know not even 2 3 months wow that's when i got interested in this I'm like mm. why what is this how is it possible what is happening i started looking up uh, online mm. i now i've done a course on blockchain as well that's interesting so that's where i basically got interested uh, mm. in uh, cryptocurrency and i've been a trader and investor since then Okay so along the way what lessons have you learned while investing in crypto I would say just take the money when you're getting it in okay. especially in certain cryptos mm-hmm. um don't feel that uh, everything's going to become bitcoin because it is not mm-hmm. and um, be patient do your own research mm-hmm. um do not go on anybody else's um judgment or advice because trust me everybody is learning crypto it's not even been around for 15 years mm. so there's a lot of figuring out that's going to happen is it's being misused whenever there's a new piece of technology the first use that happens is a misuse it's not um, it's not used for the right reasons but then i see a great future in these uh, technologies because um if you understand how blockchain works mm. it's something that we require right in today's time mm. so yeah that's what i so uh, what are the apps or websites do you use on a daily basis to do your crypto there's 
a lot of apps there's like wazirx there's mm-hmm. coin dcx but what do you use i it depends i have depending on wherever i can transfer the money quickly mm-hmm. your personal use. favorite say coin dcx is good okay coin dcx is good um i have a us account as well mm-hmm. robinhood i okay. use that sometimes um yeah that's about it okay okay so do you also invest in the stock market yes i do i am both in india and in the us, US. as well and in i've been investing in india since i could basically have a dmat account since i was 18 so as like well 13 years yeah. so uh yeah i've been investing in the indian stock market but i what i do in the indian stock market is a lot different than what i do in terms of um cryptocurrency i do own it for long i do own certain cryptos for a long term as well and indian stock market it's basically long term i don't i've tried my luck with commodities i've tried my luck with options Gold. if you know everything whatever you have you probably is out there i've tried mm. but the one thing i've learned is that either you pursue this as a full time career okay. like you're studying throughout the day about it and then next day you take certain trades mm-hmm. or you do long term investing you look at the fundamental aspect of um certain stocks and yeah and then just leave it if you know tata is going to do well in the long run you mm-hmm. buy tata and forget about it so you have to be up to date in the current what is yeah, happening yeah so there's there's three aspects that i technically i always look at mm-hmm. when it comes to um investing in anything rather even if it is crypto or stock mm-hmm. it's having a fundamental understanding right having a technical understanding and having a sentimental understanding of something okay so that's interesting like yeah so fundamental basically indicates what um how well the company is doing or how bad the company is doing technical indicates um whether it's going to bounce from a certain level or if it's going to drop from a certain level it got it, it makes you understand what if there's a number of buyers or sellers at a certain level so mm. there's always going to be a change in the direction of the stock when you look at it from a technical standpoint and you understand it sentimental is um when you and i sit and talk and we are like you know what let's just buy tata power <laughs> and you tell 10 more people and i tell 10 more people without mm-hmm. having a general understanding which is why what i feel has happened in the past 2 years mm. especially in the indian stock market a lot of people have just started um, buying stocks because it's easy you have apps like zeroda and upstocks and without having a proper understanding there's a lot of youngsters who just get into it yeah they have like few thousand saved and they'll just buy something and leave it mm. which unless you know that the stock is going to do really well it doesn't make sense you're going to end up losing money mm. so so like what's your take on the traditional finance system and um, you know say like a globalized monetary system that's where actually cryptocurrencies come in okay what i feel personally is that if you look at how traditional finance is set up today mm-hmm. um we are in a state of inflation everything mm. is priced super high right now especially in the us if right. you look at what what the price of gas was um in 2020 mm. it was around 1 or 2 dollars and today it is 7 dollars like in why yeah in, in the your gallon of gas is around 7 dollars mm. so this is happening because there was a lot of money that was basically put into circulation to stimulate the economy mm-hmm. during a lockdown okay people were given free money for no reason i mean the government has had their reasons yeah and 
I feel somewhere it is affecting every single economy in the world today the dollar is at 80 rupees yeah so and we people say that there is going to be a recession mm-hmm. so the common man is the one who suffers yeah during this time this type of a situation so i feel there is a need for a global monetary system wherein such, such things cannot be allowed mm-hmm. you know like i don't know how much was few couple trillion two or three trillion was printed and it was just given to people and today because that extra money is in circulation the price of commodities is going up yeah even if there is a shortage on the supply side mm. or there is no difference in the demand side it has nothing to do with the inflation that is happening today mm. so there need to be certain rules and I feel like whenever you put a human in charge of certain things things are going to go haywire after a certain point. So having a system wherein there are set number of rules yeah is going to be very necessary in the near future not even in the distant future like what opinion. is happening in a blockchain system like in crypto. Yeah so I can like I was mentioning when I first bought Dogecoin mm-hmm. I started looking at it from a fundamental standpoint. Okay. So when you look at it there is um I think there's about 135 billion coins in circulation right now and you can add about 5.2 billion every year which gets mined. Mm-hmm. That number stays constant. Yeah. Now when you look at it from the standpoint of it being adopted that number because it is constant it is decreasing inflation. Mm. Next year it's going to be 140, next after that it's going to be 145. Mm. It cannot go beyond it's not a percentage. Okay. Whereas when you see inflation it's 4%. Yeah. right in, in, at least in india it is 4% and now what's happening is to it's crazy so having something where this type of a control is there mm. i feel is extremely important mm. or having maybe a doge is not the answer or uh, and maybe ethereum is going to figure it out better mm. or uh, bitcoin is going to be adopted more i don't know but then you need something which is not um, which is not controlled by a person so what will be like you know your take on say like cryptocurrencies being unregulated because as we are speaking we are seeing a lot of Change. rules and regulations being happening regarding <coughs> cryptocurrencies by the RBI and the finance ministry mm. so what's your take on that so we need to understand one thing that um, first of all what the RBI is introducing is a CBDC mm-hmm. they want to make it into tradable um entities okay um it's not going to be india's cryptocurrency it's going to be something that i am going to use to buy cryptocurrencies okay it's going to be a cbdc central bank digital currency so, so if i want to buy say, another currency to buy other cryptocurrency yeah okay so if i want to buy say 1 lakh worth of some crypto mm. i will convert my 1 lakh into a cbdc okay buy that crypto i'm making a 50% profit i want to sell it mm. i will convert it back into a cbdc cbdc yeah and then i will convert it into inr inr or sort of that the government will have a percentage out of it yeah so then like like it's it makes it easy for the government to actually mm, control taxing on it track your taxes basically then there's no way it destroys the whole point of point of any cryptocurrency it does <laughs> so that's what it is like we have to understand how it is being approached hmm. at by governments yeah. and what is the actual idea behind having um a certain cryptocurrency being accepted globally mm-hmm. so yeah that's what i i 
that's what i feel you know that if over time this change has to happen yeah you cannot be in a situation where um if you buy a loaf of bread for 7 rupees 5 years later you're buying the same loaf of bread for 50 rupees hmm. it's not how it's going to work for a very long time it's been working like that for n number of years but then Something i think like this change has to happen hmm. that's my take on it governments can fight it i i don't know how it's going to be um regulated or unregulated hmm. after a point you just have to wait and watch you have to wait and watch and i personally feel there is a need for it hmm. so so uh, how often do you you know buy or trade cryptos it depends i mean i'll at least have two or three trades a week mm-hmm. if i have if i know a certain crypto is going to do well because of um a news or um any kind of new update that it has right i buy it i have a certain uh, <coughs> a certain target that i keep for it and then i'm out got it there are certain that i've bought and kept for the long term mm-hmm. i'm going to not i'm not going to sell them till i feel like abhi to ban gaya abhi bas ho gaya ठीक है सो विच ब्रिंग्स अस टू द लास्ट सेक्शन ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट सो वी आस्क यू सर्टन क्वेश्चन विच एंड यू हैव टू आंसर देम इन अ रैपिड मैनर सो इट्स रैपिड फायर सेक्शन सो इफ नॉट अ डेंटिस्ट व्हाट वुड यू बी आई वुड हैव गॉट इन टू आई वुड हैव बीन अ डॉक्टर एम बी बी एस आई वुडिसन अगेन फॉर द सेम रीजन सेम रीजन ओके फेवरेट बी डी एस पोस्टिंग Think about it. Mm. I'm gonna give you a minute. Endo, endo. Just like endo, yeah. Why? Just because you did stuff in endo. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> did a lot of patience. No, you did a lot of patience Achha in endo. Like yeah, a lot of other postings were like. So you loved the whole that. clinical aspect of it, and you yeah. got to do in endo. Yeah. Who's your role model in the fitness industry? That keeps changing. Current favorite. I think Joe aesthetics is good. Joe okay. Linder he's good now. Mm-hmm. Any particular reason why? That guy is shredded dude. Like he's just shredded. How I don't know but he is. Okay. Uh, inspiration for Polera. Like inspiration there's, there's a brand out there and you want you want to see Polera reach okay. that height like you want to make um, Polera like that. A brand out there. Like an inspiration for you. I think Zara is a really good um case study if you see they've been a fast fashion brand mm-hmm. and they've grown, again they are also spanish yeah they are spanish and they are they've grown immensely mm-hmm. in a short span of time okay so zara is one of the good brands that i would like i would like to mimic in terms of success okay uh, your favorite cheat meal <laughs> where do i start dude <laughs> this uh, you can mention more uh, i just wanted one but then if you have bhature aloo paratha pani puri um having a big tub of ice cream okay um having dosa so you are saying you don't have that on a daily on, basis no 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 it's only on cheat days so what are your cheat days i like do you have a set one days? one maybe depending on certain weeks i don't even feel like having a cheat day certain weeks i'm like 7 days a week i can eat healthy stuff mm-hmm. i can eat my chicken over rice mm-hmm. with my vegetables that's that's about it but then usually it is once a week okay and if at all i go beyond a week i'll probably have two cheat meals then but you so, also work out more yeah so i want to be in that if i want to be in a deficit i want to be in a deficit mm-hmm. i want to be in a surplus i want to be in a surplus got it got so it. that's my take on it mm-hmm. one product you regret buying for working out one 
there's certain supplements i've used which have been pathetic like as in they nonsense i mean they don't they don't they don't yeah they don't um there's certain i don't want to take the name of the brands but then there's certain whey proteins that were really bad mm-hmm. like I don't even know. They cannot even be classified. It was bad probably just cocoa powder. <laughs> so they tasted bad, or they were absolutely no of result. no use to you. No, no results. Okay. No result. Okay. No um, improvement in terms of exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In equipment wise, I have not bought anything. Mm-hmm. I just have a belt, a weightlifting belt. That's no, it. No, but any any one which you know you'd regret buying, and that can be your supplements. Yeah, supplements. Okay, so certain whey proteins brands I will not name. I don't want to. Okay, we're gonna in the next time when you come, we're uh, gonna ask you, and you have to reveal names of the brand of everything. Like this part, this episode has been a very just uh, an yeah. entry thing for you <laughs> because okay because you have been in in a lot of industries, yeah. so you know the inside outs. Uh, mm. Last thing, your favorite three cryptocurrencies? Not financial advice by Ethereum, okay. by um, Ethereum. Mm-hmm. by the <laughs> <laughs> no like even bitcoins good okay ada is a really good currency algorand is good which one ada 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 yeah, ada yeah cardano um algorand is doing good of late um any non famous uh, cryptocurrency algorand is going that under the radar and you think might do good i would what i would say is that stay away from something like a shiba inu because from the right. outside it looks like a ponzi scheme to me maybe it's it's whatever's happening around it is just a lot of people are thinking that it's going to mimic the success of dogecoin but mm-hmm. then dogecoin is something very different people have to understand it fundamentally mm-hmm. on the other hand when people say that a shiba inu is going to touch 1 dollar it's never going to happen even 1 rupee if you see all the money that is there in the world mm-hmm. gets converted into shiba inu is probably when it will touch the value of 1 dollar probably i'm not even sure if it will do it will happen then got it which is never going to happen mm-hmm. so certain cryptos i would say stay away from mm-hmm. um bitcoin just buy it's i feel it's going to come down further from this level but then it's going to bounce back really well mm-hmm. um ethereum is going to be great because it's got a lot of um um from the technological standpoint they are doing really well ada has got um cardano's got probably the most um brilliant and the most highly educated minds in blockchain today working on okay. the yeah um project mm-hmm. dogecoin is going to have a lot of um sentimental buying and selling that's mm-hmm. going to continue i still feel mm-hmm. and uh, solana was good Solana was really good at one point but then it has just tanked in this recent uh, I think it went from $15 to probably 300 I think not not even, not 300 200 um and now it's come down to like 20 something mm. so but then on the again looking at them from a technological standpoint they are also doing well not investment <laughs> advice certainly not so thank you Dr Karam for you, taking Arun. our time for this podcast it's great having you here and got to learn a lot of things uh, but just the beginning things hopefully we'll again have you soon on it and if you make if you make sure that you are going to re- not reveal names not the bad part <laughs> but like you know because you have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge so thank you for thank you for your time again thank you thank we'll you for having me thank you done <coughs>